I'm Rachel Olstead, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. As a business coach for new and aspiring female entrepreneurs, I help driven, ambitious, and passionate women just like you build and grow your own online business so you can create a life of freedom, impact, and joy. I truly believe business can be simple and fun, and I'm here to empower you and support you every step of the way with a touch of sarcasm, a little tough love, and a whole lot of inspiration. Let's build our dreams. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, uh, my dear client and friend, Stacy Snyder, who is a holistic parenting coach. Um, Stacy has some incredible wisdom um, and knowledge and just all things parenting and life and business to share with you guys today. Um, Stacy has been working with me since the summer of 2020, both in a one-on-one capacity and in a small group um, group slash mastermind program, the Four Figure Foundation. Um, and this conversation is really just about what um, what is possible, right? What's possible for um, women all over the world? What's possible for women who want it all, right? Who want to have a thriving career, right? Or who maybe want to change careers, who um, want to build their own business and have their own freedom and still be an intentional mother, wife, um, friend, all of the things. And so this conversation was just so fun to have with Stacy and um, I know that you are going to likely resonate with her story and a lot of the things that she's sharing. She has so much wisdom to share, um, not only on this podcast, but also um, with her own clients as a holistic parenting coach. And it's just an honor to share with you this interview today. Um, I hope that you enjoy it. And as always, take some time, if you did enjoy it, to go ahead and leave a review for the Dream Better Society podcast and share any thoughts, um, comments, or questions that you have with me um, or with Stacy after this episode. Enjoy. All right. Hello. Hello. And welcome, Stacey, to the Dream Builder Society podcast. It is so great to have you here today. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, Stacey, obviously, we've been working together for several months. You're a dear client and friend of mine. And before we fully dive in and talk all the things business, motherhood, life, all the things, um, would you just go ahead and take a moment and introduce yourself and introduce a little bit about what you do and, and what you're all about? Yeah, so my name is Stacy, and I'm a holistic parenting coach. I work with um, primarily mothers. Um, specifically with strong-willed children and helping them to sort of parent with more connection and less conflict and really work on that relationship with their kids. Yeah, that's beautiful. I absolutely love that. And again, I'm sure many of our listeners to anyone tuning into this um, can kind of relate to having a child, right, of 
very um, strong convictions, a strong will child, myself included. And so I just love the work that you're doing, Stacey. It's just truly incredible. Um, so I would love to just dig in and um, have you share a little bit with us about um, kind of how you how you came to be right a holistic parenting coach because we started we've been working together for oh my goodness has it been like four almost five going on five months I don't know no it's been amazing time and time flies when we're having fun right and so um, I I've just seen so much tremendous growth in you and so many amazing accomplishments and so many um, just like aha moments and like big, bold goals that you have reached and just like so many incredible things. But I would love to hear that. And I'm sure our listeners would love to hear that from you as well. Um, how did you come to be being a holistic parenting coach? Like take us back maybe even before we started working together in June of 2020. Um, where were you? What was going on in your life? And kind of what was this tug to, to start this business? Yeah, great question. So I've actually, my first career was as a teacher. So I've been helping families for over 18 years. And I really enjoyed, you know, the relationship side of things and sort of helping families navigate that. But then everything changes when you have your own kids and it's so different. And when I had my son, my second child, he was very strong-willed and I really had to sort of relearn a lot of what I thought I knew about kids and relationships and behavior and all that. And once I sort of tapped into that and really started working on my relationship with my son and took that back into the classroom, um, that really pushed me to want to help other families who were also struggling with their strong-willed children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So like as a, as a teacher, right, you have um, how many years of experience again? A little over 18 now. Yeah, that's amazing, yeah. right? I think as a as a former teacher myself, I didn't make it past six years by choice, but like that's amazing, right? And all of that experience has led you to be just such a natural coach, right? Such a natural guide um, and to have, you know, and I, I'm pointing this out because I want people to hear and I want people to know that like this idea of a imposter syndrome, right? Just tapping into that really quickly is such a real thing. Um, But there's like this idea of like valid imposter syndrome and almost like invalid where it's just kind of made up, right? Because we're scared. It comes from, you know, fear. But having this, um, having this idea of like, oh, I've been teaching for this long. I've been helping families and supporting children and understand their behavior, like having this background in psychology as well, right? And having your own experience as a mother, but like, can I actually do that as an, as a business, right? Like, can I use my experience? And so you have a ton of amazing experience. And so tell us a little bit about, I would love to dig into that really quickly. Like, tell us a little bit about kind of that. Was there that imposter syndrome for you? Was there that fear, like standing in your way of, even though I have all of this experience, like, can I make this work in a business that's my own? Oh, hundred um, percent. You're sort of used to doing it in your daily job, you know, as a teacher, I did it every day, 
But when you go to do it as a business, it suddenly feels so different. And that was a huge part of our work together is working on mindset and really digging into, yeah, I've been doing it for this long anyways. There's no reason I can't do it as a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like you you shift things really quickly, Stacy. Like it's really fun to see that when you have a fear, you have a doubt or something like a roadblock, if you, if we will, um, standing in your way, like when we dig into it, when we tap into that and really look at the root cause and really dig deep and figure out like, okay, what is actually standing in your way? Why is it standing in your way? I feel like you move really quickly through that, which is, I believe one of the big reasons why you've seen so much growth, um, starting from a business from scratch, right? In just a couple of months, like, hello, while still teaching, right? <laughs> During a pandemic, right? All of these circumstances that are not necessarily ideal, but are there. And so um, can you tell us a little bit about kind of like what was going on specifically in your life and in teaching and just all of the things in like the spring, let's just say of like winter, spring of 2020, that made you like essentially want to and and compelled to reach out to me for help? It had been on my mind and on my heart for a few years, actually, to want to start my own business. And, you know, as we've discussed, I've tried lots of different ideas on, but then the pandemic hit and all of a sudden I was faced with, you know, homeschooling my children. I had teaching online, you know, all the things that the pandemic brings. And I just thought, you know, that's it. I can't keep going the way I'm going. I really need to, if I'm going to follow my heart and start my own business, I need to do it now. And I need some help because it's not working doing it all by myself. And so I'd been following you online for a little while at that point, and I really felt connected to you. You know, we both have similar backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And when I look at you and I figure, well, if she can do it, so can I. Yeah, I love that. I love that because I think that actually scares a lot of people, right? Is that like, oh, well, if she's doing it, like, is there room for me? Or like, I don't know if that's also possible, but you had just this vision of like, okay, I know I have experience. Like, I know I'm really talented. I know I can get stuff done because hello, I've done a lot in my life already. And yeah, if she can do it, I can do it, right? There's nothing like ridiculously you know, not to downplay myself or talents, right? But like, there's nothing ridiculously crazy or special or unique about me or my circumstances. And so I love that it's, you know, able to, and and it's just like that gift that keeps on giving, right? Of like, oh, if she can do it, I can do it, right? And just always having that next level vision of, oh, I don't have to stay in this job any longer, right? I don't have to, homeschool my kids and teach and do all of these things and just feel unfulfilled through all of it. Right. And, and chances are let's, I want to dig into this a little bit. Like chances are, you know, when, when you, even before you reached out to me, um, there was this like component I know that we talked about initially of like not wanting to like let down your family, not wanting to like let down your kids, um, and kind of balancing, like, what does that look like? Do I stay in teaching? Do I not? Do I start my own business? Like what's best for me and what's best for my family? Can you share with us a little bit about kind of 
that decision making process because I know that it was kind of this scary, right? It was a little scary on um, this leap into, okay, I'm actually going to start the business that I really want to, right? Instead of dabbling, right? This is going to be it. This is going to be the business. And so tell us a little bit about kind of that, that fear of, um, you know, wanting to make it work, but also wanting to make it work for your family. Yeah, there's, I think as women, we often experience sort of these tugs in different areas and what you should do feels, your thoughts around what you should do feel so strong and it can be really hard to break away from that and really follow your heart and really go for it. And ultimately what it came down to is I wanted to be a good role model for my daughter. I don't want her one day to be stuck in a job where she's not happy and not fulfilled because she thinks she should do that. I want her to be able to follow her heart and, and be fulfilled and earn good money for her family. And so if I want that for her, then I need to be brave enough to ask for that for myself. Yeah, that is so beautiful. I love that. And I think that so many moms can resonate with both sides, right? Of like, wanting to pursue their dreams, wanting to encourage their children to pursue their dreams. But like, how do I do that? Right. Do I have to give things up? Do I have to sacrifice? If so, what do I sacrifice? And like, I love talking about, and you know, that I I preach about this all the time that like, we don't have to choose, right? Like we can have both. Um, And, and like, you're just a testament of that. And I know that, you know, once you officially go full-time in your business um, soon, which is happening soon in 2021, that like it, it is going to be such an incredible opportunity for you and your family even to be able to like just soar, right. And, And not have to choose between work and business and family and literally just make all of it work for you. Right. So, um, okay. Tell us a little bit about kind of when, when we met, when we first started working together, um, and this is just kind of comical. It makes me kind of laugh a little bit, but when we first met, you were doing, um, you, you had your own business, right? You were doing a lot of like tech work. You were doing like web design. You were doing a lot of like the back end stuff. And so I want to know how, because I think that a lot of women struggle with this, like, oh, what I've been doing this and I'm pretty good at it and I'm making some money and I'm helping some people, but like, what do I really want to do? Right. Like answering that big question. So tell me a little bit about kind of that transition from web design to holistic parenting coach. <laughs> yeah, that, it's kind of funny looking back now that that's where I was starting with you. Um, yeah, so part of our work when we initially started working together was really digging into, you know, what are your natural talents? What are you good at and also enjoy? And really digging into that. And once I sort of had it all out on paper and I realized none of it had anything to do with tech. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it just, it was a no brainer to switch to something different. Mm -hmm. And it's really funny to me now, because as I go into my own website to do things, I find it so stressful. (laughs) And I often wonder, why did I think that was a good idea? (laughs) It just goes to show how you can get caught up in what you think you should be doing instead of following your heart. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your intuition and you're just such an intuitive person anyways. And so gifted in that area as well, which we all are, but I think you're really in tune to your intuition and like the more that you grow, the more that you listen to it, the stronger that it gets, which is, again, it's just kind of like a muscle, right? Our intuition is just a muscle and we just have to exercise it and use it. And I think you've been doing a beautiful job of like, um, relying on your intuition to like make decisions in your life and business, especially in the last few months, which have felt like really good to you. Right. So, um, let's fast forward a couple of months. So, um, summer of 2020, you were still like partially teaching like, and, and homeschooling and all the things, um, schooling Canada, right. Lasts a little bit longer typically than it does in the summertime than, um, in most of the States. And so you were still spending a little bit of your summer doing that. Um, and also building your business, spending a ton of time networking, really learning all the ins and outs of like organic marketing. Right. And, and our work was, um, it, it was, I feel like it was this steady, progress, right. That you were making. Um, I I shouldn't even say that it was, it was, it was actually very, very quick, but in, in a really, um, what's the word I'm even looking for? Like in a way that felt good, right. Rather than like hustly, it wasn't this hustly, like I got it quick, build my business quick, make money quick, do these things. And so because of that, truly, because like you allowed it to flow, right? You allowed for fun. You allowed for change and to like change your mind about some things. And you allowed yourself to like explore, like, how do I actually want to market my business, right? How do I actually want to show up? What do I actually want to do? And just allow yourself to um, really explore those things, I think has made a huge difference for you rather than like where so many women approach business, especially being new in business with like, got to make money now, right? Or else, right? And coming from that desperation, we know like desperation stinks. We can smell it from miles away and that does not make us money at all. And so tell me a little bit about kind of like going back to school, right? So, so you were starting the school year again. I know that you weren't super thrilled about it, but it was something that, um, that was a part of your journey, right? And mm-hmm. and was going to be so incredibly helpful for your family at the time. Tell us a little bit about the month of um, September leading into this month of October at the end of October right now. Tell us a little bit about the growth that you experienced, especially during these last two months and kind of some of the big accomplishments that you've had now that your foundation of your business was built been an interesting journey like especially to look back on when I think sort of the mid to end August I was unknown and now I have clients I have a Facebook group I have workshops that I'm doing online like and it's really been neat to accomplish that like you say in a way that has been fun I can experiment with different things and decide whether that feels good to me or not and if it doesn't I can let it go and find another way that's been so freeing you know that freeing part of the business not having to do something just because everybody else is doing it I can do what feels good to me yeah absolutely and you know even like 
I remember when you signed your, your first client, right? It was almost like, did, did that happen? Right? Like I remember you posted in one of our, our community groups in the four figure foundation. You're like, okay, I think I just signed a client. Right. And it wasn't out of lack of celebration or like a gratitude. It was more just like, wow. Like I could almost sense like the big, like breath in the, this inhale exhale of like, wow, this online business thing is actually legitimate, right? This isn't just like a get rich quick scheme, but it's also not this like crazy, you know, you have to, to bust your, bust your, you know what, for years to like make money. And it was almost like, whoa, like this is actually possible. So tell us about that experience. It doesn't have to be like super in depth about, you know, your specific client, but tell us a little bit about that experience of signing your first four-figure client, right? Because that is incredible um, on its own. And so, um, and kind of what what light bulbs went off when that happened? Yeah, so the beautiful part of that was it all came from building relationships. That's all I had to do was, you know, offer, offer value, support someone, just build an authentic relationship and genuinely care about where they are on their journey and how I could help them. And through that, you know, we ended up having a paid relationship where we get to work together now. And it's, it's just beautiful that that's all it has to be is building relationships. Yeah. So fun. Like, I love that so many other people in, especially in business and like the online marketing space, right? There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of like, you got to do this. You have to do this. You have to have this website and this, you know, paid funnel and this and that and ads. And it's like, can we just breathe and go back to the basics? Right. And that's what I love. Like, in this little tiny part of the internet that I reside in that like no one knows, right? Like we're not well known and that's okay. But um, just that like, oh, it's just about building relationships. It's just about having fun. It's just about listening to your intuition and making offers to help people and then making offers to help people in a way that they pay you, right? And it's just a simple exchange of value right? Back and forth. And and it's like, it's not rocket science. There's a lot more to it, obviously, underneath and and the the energetic piece and the mindset piece, which is obviously the foundation. But um, yeah, it gets to be fun. I'm like, you're proof of that. And it's so, it's almost like you were shocked, like, whoa, this was actually really easy, right? It like wasn't actually hard. It wasn't convincing. It wasn't you know, inviting 2000 people to a webinar and like praying that, you know, one of them signs up. It was just like, Hey, I can help you. And she's like, yes, please, (laughs) please help me. And I'm going to pay you for that because I value your services. So yeah, I absolutely love that. So, um, I want to talk a little bit about, cause we know that it's not about the strategy really. Like there's so many different strategies. Like you said, you know, you're doing a lot of networking, especially in this stage of business. You're also doing a lot of um, giving value in your Facebook group, but, but you're also not showing up everywhere. And I love that you're not feeling like that should on your shoulders, right? Um, you have a blog, you have workshops in your Facebook group and that's really like your main hub. And I love that you're, you're keeping it simple because we, we all know that I preach simplicity. Um, 
but it is really important. So I don't want to dig too much into the strategy because I know that everyone, when you make money, when you're being, you know, successful in your online business, everyone's like, but how, but how, but how, but how did you do it? And how really doesn't matter because there's hundreds and thousands of ways that you could do, get the same result, right? Um, but I want to dig into the, the mindset piece, the energy piece a little bit. What would you say if you had to kind of boil it down to like, maybe like the top one to two um, things that you struggled with most. Um, I know that this is is kind of a personal topic, but I think that it would be so eye-opening for other people who are like, oh, that actually like really speaks to me. Um, what, what have you struggled with with your mindset and energy and just kind of like roadblocks, if we will, on your journey to, you know, launching your business, signing your client, you know, all of this good stuff. Yeah. One of the main things I learned about myself is that when I have a goal, I'm very driven towards reaching it. And when roadblocks come up, whatever they are, my go-to solution for that is just to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. And I know we had a lot of conversations around that and just learning how to take things off my plate and relax and have fun with it. And then all of a sudden, that's where the magic happens, where if I stop trying to force things, they just come naturally. And it's been really freeing to realize that, like, I don't have to push and hustle and, you know, burn myself out really in the pursuit of my dreams. I can have fun and they will all come. Yeah, absolutely. That's huge. That's huge because... And I know, yeah, we've had a lot of conversations about that because I share that similar default, right? We call them our default patterns of like, oh, we are driven, right? We are ambitious. We are, and that's the type of women that I attract, of course. Like we have big dreams. We have visions. We have goals for big things, but it's it's needs to be a flow, right? And never a force. And when we force things, right? It, it's like this, I, I always, and, and people listening can't see this, but it's like butting heads, right? Like my fists are like pounding against each other, like butting heads of like, here's the goal, here's me, like I'm gonna make it happen, right? And there's a difference, again, I talk about the idea of like grit versus grind, right? grinding your way is never going to get you there. It's like being stuck in the mud and trying to like press the gas harder. Right. And that grid is like, I know I'm going to get there. I know it's going to happen. Um, and I know that I will do whatever it takes in a really healthy way, right. To get there, but I'm going to also open it up to just like letting it happen when it's supposed to. Right. Um, And that's a really hard thing. Right. It sounds like, oh, just let it flow. Um, That's a really hard thing to do, though. Right. Especially in our society, especially for, you know, for women, really. And and us as moms, like we are there's these expectations societally that like you just got to do the things right. Make it happen. Right. Like never give up. And all of these like really cliche expressions, which again, I'm not encouraging to give up on our goals and dreams and things, but we have to also, um, 
really in what you're kind of talking about too, is really this idea of like finding that balance between that like masculine energy, that like goal getting, go, 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 do, do, do all of the things, right? And that feminine energy, which is very much a flow, right? And very much like leaning back rather than leaning in, right? And um, that feminine flow is also about like really staying true to who you are, like as a mom too, as a woman, as a wife. And you've done a really great job of like balancing those two. Um, Would you kind of take us through just a little bit of like some of the changes, especially on the home front for you with your family, maybe with your schedule, with your relationships, with your kids, your husband or whoever else, like I think a lot of times people think that like, oh, if I run a business, like I'm just going to focus on the business. I'm going to talk about the business and like it's separate from my family. But actually, I truly believe that like living this integrated life, not where work is always in our life, but where we are finding that balance, right, of like being a CEO and also being a really intentional, present wife mother, right? All of these things. So how have you found that balance and that flow? Because I know it wasn't like that right away, right? Like there was kind of a lot of tension. Like I have these goals that I need to reach, but I also don't want to neglect my family and like my my main priority, right? Which, which you know, I'm all about is family first, right? Would you tell us a little bit about kind of some of the, the frustrations and struggles that you had about like finding that balance between work and family? And kind of what you've landed on in some of the the small or big changes that you've made as a result? Yeah. When I started, it was, again, sort of that feeling of I need to force things. And I really felt like I needed to be the one to do it all. So it was, you know, working in my day job, working in my business, taking care of the kids, doing all the housework. I, I was trying to do it all. And what I realized was that I needed to let my husband in on it. I needed to ask for help from him. I needed to have better boundaries with my time. And so now, you know, I sat down with my husband and really talked about a schedule that would work for both of us, where he would take on some extra parenting duties so that I could have some extra time to work on my business when I needed to. And that really allowed me to sort of you know, I had my time to work on my business and I was very focused and dedicated so that when I was with my kids or with my husband, I was present. I can be present during those times and I don't have to feel like I'm trying to do everything all at the same time. And just talking with him and having those conversations was really key into making it all work. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And like those, it's, it's little changes, right? It's not like massive overhaul of everything that you're doing on the home front or your business. It's these little changes, these incremental upgrades, so to speak in your maybe just schedule and help in all of these different ways that have allowed you to like find a little bit more of a flow as well. Um, And like, how does that feel? It feels so good. Like not only do I have help and support from my husband, but I'm learning how to schedule things in a way that works for me and my energy. Like my work heavy days are at the beginning of the week because that's when I have the most energy. 
Um, I take Fridays off because by then I'm tired. You know, Saturday I'm energized again and my husband's available. So I get to work all day and it feels really good. Um, it's been really nice to sort of tap into how I feel and how I want my days to flow and make that work for me. Yeah, that's so good. And just to reiterate, like, it doesn't have to be like Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Like, it doesn't have to be like that. Some people love working at 9 p.m. with a glass of wine in their bed. Cool, right? Some people like getting up at 5 a.m., getting a workout in, hour of meditation, and like write copy and work with clients all day. Cool right? Some people like working on the weekends. Like it doesn't matter as long as it feels good for you and works for you. And I cannot tell you how excited I am that like you have stuck to this schedule and that you have stuck to this, like these boundaries, right? You've set up boundaries of like, okay, when your clients contact you, when, when you're not available, when, um, you know, like taking Fridays off, having Sundays as like a family day, right? Um, but still being able to find this workflow that works for you too. And I actually just want to like reference the idea, not only just in your life, in my life too, and, and probably most of the women listening to this is the idea that like, okay, you can be superwoman, but you don't have to do it all, right? Like you can be superwoman and super powerful and amazing and a great mother, wife, mentor, coach, whatever, right? Um, business owner, but you don't have to do it all, right? And actually our husbands and our family members and friends and like people around us, our support systems, like they actually really want to help us. <laughs> right. And I think just, especially again, a lot of the women I work with very similar to myself, like we're type a, we like to have things like, you know, kind of in order. We're kind of control freaks a little bit. <laughs> right. And so it's this idea of like, no, I got it. Right. I can do it almost this like martyrdom, which is actually, you know, usually unintentional, right. We're not intentionally trying to cut out help in our lives, but it's more like, Oh, I can actually ask for help. And like my husband actually wants to, right? Like he doesn't want to feel unneeded. <laughs> he wants to help more with the kids. He wants to give me that space. Um, and then and at the same time, like you can give back to him and give back to your children in different ways than um, you would be able to or wouldn't be able to like if you didn't have that extra support, right? And just to like bring up something that I thought was just super fun, um, just what I know about like your relationship with your husband. I hope this is okay that I'm sharing this, but like that he built you like this workspace, like this desk area. And he's like prioritizing you and prioritizing your work. And that's just really beautiful. And I just wanted to take a second to like acknowledge that like you are so supported and we all are, but it's again, like allowing that feminine, like we can lean back and we can receive, right? Receive help, receive money, receive um, support, receive guidance, receive all of these things that other people like actually really want to give to us. And it makes them feel really good to, to give and not always be the receiver of our support, right? Yeah, it feels really good to us to give. So in receiving, we are allowing other people to feel good too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, I, I love that. And like, even just, you know, your husband seeing, right, like the transition and you and the progress and growth that you've experienced, like, how does he, um, how is like he viewing you and your business now? Like, I would love to, to kind of hear what, again, you don't have to, you know, dig deep into the details, but I think it's just really, um, really important to kind of share about like that side of business too, that it's not just like, it's the business and then it's the husband, right? And it's the kids and all of these separate entities, but that like, we can involve our family in, in that journey too. Yeah. As you're on your journey and moving forward to bring those who are in your family, who are with you, bring them along with you on the journey so they can feel part of that. Um, I think it could be very isolating if I was to try and do it all by myself and not include my husband in it. And that really wouldn't be fair to either one of us. It's much more fun when I can talk to him about what I'm doing and what his thoughts are and, and have him help me in different ways, whether it's, you know, parenting duties or building me a brand new desk. (laughs) Yeah. So fun. I love that. Um, so tell, tell us a little bit about, so obviously we've been working together one-on-one, um, and then you also decided just like to, to add that community component, that additional support system to jump into the group program that I opened this fall, the four figure foundation. Um, what has been like the most, um, I guess for lack of better terms, like fun what has been like the most fun or enjoyable part of this process not only working together like one-on-one but also in the four-figure foundation maybe it's not one specific thing but I would love to hear um your thoughts on having like that different type of support too because I think a lot of women are like oh I have to choose right like I can only work one-on-one or I can be in a group or I just have to do it on my own or have a friend as an accountability buddy, whatever, all the things. And you've kind of found that really great balance for yourself. So I'd love to hear kind of your take on, on that experience. Yeah, I've really loved working one-on-one and I feel like getting that one-on-one support has really moved me forward much more quickly. But then that group aspect, it's so nice to have a community of other women who are at similar stages in their business who know what it's like, who can celebrate with you when things are going really well, who understand what it feels like when things maybe aren't going as well, because as we all know, life is up and down. And it's just really nice to have that community supporting you along the way that really gets it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that is that that's been the same in my own journey as well. Um, like I, it's not a secret that I've worked with like five now one-on-one coaches in my business. And I've also been a part of group programs and masterminds. And it's like, it is, yeah, it's such a beautiful opportunity to like dig deep, but also surround ourselves with women who are like helping us normalize these conversations, Right helping us like allowing the this space for us to talk about mindset right talk about our you know the energy that that's happening in our space and in our businesses and with our clients and talk about money right like there's such a stigma i think just around the world but especially in um in this idea of like 
I feel like it's even more so with like moms, right? That it's like, oh, you can't be a good mom and make a lot of money. And like, oh, by the way, we don't talk about money, right? It's like the list of like, especially in I think a lot of Western cultures, right? Aside from like some some countries in Europe, like they love talking about all these like hot topics, right? Taboo topics. Um, but especially I think in, and I'm just going to even reference, you know, the U S and, and Canada where you are, it's like, okay, we don't talk about religion. We don't talk about politics, politics. We don't talk about sex and we don't talk about money. Right. And like, those are off limit topics. And it's like, okay, so the money aspect, like that's actually really important to talk about in business, right? No one starts a business to, to not make money. Right. But I think outside of that, it's like, oh, it's not normal to just go and talk about money or how much money you're making or how much, you know, the goals that you have or how much money you're giving, um, you know, to different charities or investing. And it's like having that group, right. And that, that community of other women, that's not just like random people, right. That, that have come together for a shared purpose and shared goal. And to just like normalize those conversations, I think is massively important um, for women in business too. So it's been so fun to, to cultivate this space as well. And I'm so glad that you are in this space and, and providing so much extra support, um, receiving support, but also giving support too. So that's beautiful. Um I just want to talk briefly about um, the idea of like fully stepping into your role, okay, as a coach and like what that means for your future too. And like what that means and not saying that it's always like, oh, what's next, what's next, what's next, but like, where do you envision yourself like at the end of, of 2020, at the beginning of 2021, like how has fully stepping into your role as a holistic parenting coach like changed you and even like your plans for the future? Yeah, I'm really excited. I've had to do some work around it, but I'm really excited to be shedding the role of teacher and really fully embracing the role of coach and being proud of that. Um, I'm so excited to be helping women and their relationships with their kids and their relationships with themselves and just really fully embodying that um, as I move into this role full time in the new year. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that you've set like a, a big goal to, like you said, shed that title of teacher. And like, I can't wait to welcome you again. Not that there's anything wrong with teaching, but especially in this day and age. And um, there's just a lot of pressure, right? There's just a lot of pressure on, on teachers. And like, you have this opportunity. And I love that you are, are seizing that. And I'm excited to welcome you into that Um that like former teacher club, if you will, there's a lot of us in online business right now. And it's just so fun to see um, that like, again, we have that choice, we have that path, and it's not a bad thing, right? To change your mind, to change careers, to change your path, if that's what feels good now, right? Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Tell us just a tiny bit about like the actual work that you do with your clients and, and just this idea of like holistic parenting coaching, because I think that, and I've said this to you so many times, like I think every mom on earth needs your help, right? Especially when it comes to parenting. 
um, specifically with strong-willed children, but I know that there's, you know, parenting is not an easy job, right? It's definitely a a learn-as-you-go kind of thing, but tell us just briefly a little bit about the work that you actually do instead of on like a business side of things on a, um, you know, like your focus as a, as a parenting coach. The obvious part of that is, um, you know, working on parenting strategies and having parents understand their child's behavior better and the reasons why they're doing certain things and giving them strategies to sort of work with that. But the less obvious part of that that I've learned in my own life is that in order to really fully implement the strategies in order to you know be patient and have a really strong relationship with your child, you really have to have your self-care down pat. You really have to be nurturing yourself and um, really looking after yourself in a way that you are then able to give to your child. Being patient with a strong-willed child is not easy. <laughs> There's no magic pill that will change them into something other than a strong-willed child. You know, the strategies will help, but in order to really implement them effectively, you have to be looking after yourself. And so that's a big part of what I do with my clients too, is exploring you know, what they need, what sort of boundaries they need to be setting, how they can really look after themselves in order to work with their children and have strong, beautiful relationships with their children. Yeah. Wow. I, I absolutely love the work that you do, Stacey, because I think it's really just like, again, a testament to um, what so many people just on earth are, are missing out on is like looking externally, right, for the solutions, for the things, for the magic pill to fix their marriage or their, you know, relationship with their kids or their business or their financial situation or like all of these things. And it's really not about that, right? Like we can solve anything by actually going, like turning inward, right? Going internally. And yeah, you can do, you know, whether it's in business, like you can turn inward and make a ton of money in business by working on yourself, right? You can work on yourself and be a better parent and have a better relationship as a result and in marriage and, you know, help all of these aspects. And so I think that's really beautiful and a unique approach instead of like, Hey, let's slap on this strategy to make sure that your kid never disobeys again. Like, hello, that's not the solution. (laughs) Okay. Um, But I love the approach that you take that it is really holistic, right? Looking at the whole person, the whole situation, the, the whole child, and not just like focusing in on what they're doing wrong and what the mom should do differently. Right. And that is such a unique approach. And, um, I, like I said, I think every mom needs, <laughs> needs your help too. And so if they want your help, like specifically, um, how can they, how can they find out more about what you do? Yeah. So the best way to find me is really in my Facebook group. It's called parenting from the heart with Stacy Snyder. So if you search that, um, and join the group, we've got lots of different, uh, support in there, uh, lots of tips, workshops, all kinds of things. Uh, Absolutely. And we'll link that up in the show notes too. So it's really easy to grab. Um, And the primary way right now, Stacey, that people have to actually work with you um, right now, what what type of of offer do you have available for moms? 
Right now I'm doing one-on-one coaching calls. So I have a three-month program where we meet weekly for an hour. And then they also have access to me between calls um, on a messaging app called Boxer. And yeah, we work through all kinds of different things on our calls. It's yeah, that's beautiful. Cool. I love that. So as we kind of wrap up here, um, two last questions, really. What would be your advice to someone who um, is like not only looking for help, looking for support in their business, um, whether they're, you know, looking to work with just a coach in general or with me specifically, or just to get that support, right? Um, If they're struggling, what would be like your words of wisdom and words of advice about, about getting help? getting a coach or support this is yeah 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 why um why why do you say that um starting off with that support right away so that it doesn't have to be harder than it needs to be you know, already having a plan that feels good and isn't all about trying to do all the things, but just doing what you need to do for your business, I think is really key so that you're not spread so thin that you're burned out before you even start. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that idea, like people like to glorify the struggle, right? Like it has to be a struggle for it to be worth it. And it's like, actually, it doesn't <laughs> like it can be fun. It can be easy, like choose to invest and choose to hire support right away. And you're going to see the fruits of your labor a lot sooner than struggling on your own. Right. Um, yeah. And it's really that's a testament in my own journey and in your own journey as well. And it's it's been an honor to support you through that and to see how quickly um, you are able to grow and and just expand and, and really fully own your new identity, right? As a coach, um, and not just, you know, a new business owner, right? Like truly embody that identity as a coach. That's beautiful. Um, Stacey, this conversation has been so enlightening. Um, it's been fun to kind of reminisce a little bit and take deeper dives into kind of some of the aspects of your journey and our work together. Um, Do you have any last like words of wisdom, anything that you want my listeners to know, um, not only about like you or our work together or what that looks like? Do you have anything that you want to, um, anything else that you want to share? I would just say, let yourself follow what feels good. Let yourself follow your heart. If you've got a tug to start something new, then you should explore that more because there's something there. And if you're looking for someone to work with, I would highly recommend Rachel. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, absolutely. It's been a joy um, working with you, Stacey. And I know that our work is going to be um, continuing as well into the new year, which is so exciting. And I will be sharing more with all of you that are listening about that opportunity soon. But um, it's another opportunity for some high level support to be a mastermind program. So that will be dropping um, soon and more information coming. But thank you, Stacey, so much for joining me today. I'm sure it's been super, super enlightening for my listeners um, to hear kind of all about your story and journey. And um, again, we'll link up the show notes in the, or link up your group and all that information in the show notes as well. Um, And yeah, I hope you have a great rest of your day and and just so appreciate you and, and the work that you're doing. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. Okay. Bye, Stacey. 
All right, that's it for today's episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. By leaving a review, you're helping us get this content into the hands of other powerful women and playing a part in fulfilling our mission of empowering women to build their own dream lives and businesses. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, The Dream Builder Society, for more guidance, support, and high-level training so you can start learning, growing, taking action, and getting results in your business right now. See you there.